I keep telling myself I'm done doing this podcast shit because I've I've next to no listenership. But for whatever reason, here I am back again doing the fucking cast. It is what it is, man. I think my re- my original idea, not original, the new idea I had is to go with the quick. The, it's the 60 seconds of sass. You know what I'm saying? A minute. Just a quick blurb. Throw it up there because people's attention span is fucking next to zilch. It is. Then you look at somebody like fucking Joe Rogan. That motherfucker does three and a half hour podcasts and people listen to it. I don't know. It's getting a bit much for me now. I'm kind of falling off a little bit with him. I don't know why, but I am. I'm not really feeling this right now, but I'm going to push through. I'm going to start this shit. You're not about that life, champ. I can see it. Game over, man. Game over. He runs with the 50. He runs with the 40. The guy is drunk. Playoffs? You kidding me? Cannot play with him. Cannot win with him. Cannot coach with him. Can't do it. I want winners. Here we go. Playing to win the game. That was one heck of a timeout. I mean, listen, we're talking about practice. Ron is in trouble. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. EA Hunter sarcastically speaking about sports podcast. It is now my great privilege and high honor to be the first person to officially introduce the 46th President of the United States, Joseph R. Biden, Jr. Justice Roberts, Vice President Harris, Speaker Pelosi, Leader Schumer, Leader McConnell, Vice President Pence, my uh, distinguished guests, my fellow Americans. This is America's day. This is democracy's day, a day of history and hope, of renewal and resolve. Through a crucible for the ages, America has been tested anew, and America has risen to the challenge. Today, we celebrate the triumph not of a candidate, but of a cause, the cause of democracy. The people, the will of the people has been heard, and the will of the people has been heeded. We've learned again that democracy is precious, Democracy is fragile. And at this hour, my friends, democracy has prevailed. So now. All right, let's do this shit. Sarcastically speaking about sports. Sarcastically speaking about sports. Enunciate your shit, dumb dumb. All right. Inauguration Day came and went. And yes, yes, it's true. Joe Biden, 
46th president of the United States. 45. D. Trump himself exited the White House. Never really conceded that he lost, but it's like, well, you did. You're not there anymore. It's over. And inevitably, I'm already seeing on the other side, you know, you go on social media and, and immediately you start with, the, he's not my president from all the, the Trump fanatics. Not my president. I remember when he got elected as president. I remember my wife was one of the people. He's not my president. It's like, motherfucker, yeah, he is your president. Okay. We elected. I didn't elect him. I didn't elect him. As a country, we elected him. And my thing then was, let's give him a chance. I kept trying to give that dude a chance. And he, there are some positive things that he did during his administration. I can't really think of that many of them that come to mind. Oh, yeah, I'll tell you one where he, he fucking, they wiped out ISIS. Because when he came in, when Trump came into office, he just let the military do what they were going to do. And wouldn't get into their business. So the, the fucking the special ops community, they love them some four or five. Because he funded them and let them go over there and kick ass. So, I mean, in that vein, hey, good shit. But, I mean, his, his divisiveness in just the way he was, just the, the Dems and the Republican. I don't even, that's why I'm like, I don't even want to be... I don't want, want some label fucking stamped on me. A Republican, Democrat, liberal, conservative, far right. I'm, dude, I'm just a guy who, and I've, I've quoted it once. I've quoted it a lot of times, man. Chris Rock. Some things I'm conservative about. Some things I'm liberal about. My money. I'm fucking conservative. Prostitution, hey, liberal. Yeah. So trying to fucking, trying to just stick me into one, you know. What's up, gentlemen? Nice rides, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to be known as one because I'm not one thing. I'm a, I'm a husband. I'm a friend. I'm a father. I'm a, I'm a, a healthcare professional. I'm a lot of shit, man. So that's why I don't want to be stuffed into one. Like, like, dude, I don't believe in all Democrat shit. And the funny thing about is about, about d democracy. Well, not democracy, but Democrats. Democrats are the ones that where the the Ku Klux Klan and all that shit started. So it's like, no matter what side you're gonna pick, there's some negativity attached to it. But then it's like, well, you have to pick a side. When you're voting, you do, because I, do, I, I thought, I was like, dude, after going through this, I was like, you know what, I don't want to be um, labeled as a Democrat but as far as voting goes. But, like, if you're not labeled as anything, it kind of fucks up your way to vote in this bullshit two-party system. And apparently, D. Trump is talking about starting his own party. Imagine that. The um, Patriot Party. He's going to do something, man, because that guy's got a lot of motherfuckers that still ride with him. Hey, man, do, do what you got to do. I was talking to one of my older coworkers and he made the comment. It's like that, like our country, like all right now COVID has buttfucked this country in so many ways. I mean, all great empires end. the Romans, 
know what I'm saying? Genghis Khan and them. I mean, they, every great empire ends. I mean, maybe the United States time on top is about to fucking come to a close. Who knows? But I know this. We have a new president. We have a new president. And, hey, let's, I, I think like, I, I think I like his, his words of, he's not a president for the Democrats. He's a president. He's just everyone's president. I like that. Now, once shit starts, you know, it'll get, it, things will get difficult and you'll piss some people off and politics is politics. But just the divisiveness is, I hope is just stops, but I don't think so. People are going to hang on to that shit. It's, it's human nature to, to have to have a fuck, to have an enemy. Why do I have to say fucking enemy? Because it's what came to my mind. It seriously, it, it's, that's the way we are. We need an enemy. Even if we all got along on the, uh, in the whole earth, we'd be look, waiting for aliens so that we could hate the fucking aliens. <laughs> yeah I'm interested to see what, what Trump's first move is because I've seen this is the first official day of the Biden administration and, and I've seen up on the news and they're, they're talking about how their team, the transition team and the, the, the distribution of the vaccines it was not handled the greatest in, in the Trump administration dude he didn't give a shit he was on his way out from an election that he lost so he could, he could care less he probably got his vaccine and was like hey whatever I just like like when he came into office when Trump came into office he spent so much time shitting on everything Barack Obama did or trying to change it's like why don't you start your own legacy instead of trying to shit on the previous presidents you know, and like I see them doing that with Biden, the Biden, the Biden transition team says the things weren't handled right. I mean, if and it was a Trump, it's like, you know, OK, like in the beginning, I'll let you do that. But like another year or two in, you're still doing that. Man, no, quit pointing your little ashy index, pig, ashy pig knuckle at somebody else and just fucking fix the problem. That's the dude, that's the, nobody wants to fix anything. They just want to blame hate instantly blaming and I wouldn't want that president's job for shit they I mean they had so you had the inauguration um lady gaga <laughs> I mean I didn't even I I knew the inaugural I thought it was actually today I woke up in the morning and my son is in the living room and he's got the tv blared and all I could hear is this old people talking loud and I'm like what the fuck is he watching I um, I go out there and he's watching the inauguration. I'm like, oh wow, check him out. So I sit down and start watching it, and I see, you know, you got you got Lady Gaga coming out singing the national anthem, singing why she fucking crushed it. Her outfit, you know what? It worked. It was we kind of weird looking, but it was regal. That big golden fucking bird was kind of a creepy, but hey, the shit worked. You get J Lo singing, "This land is your land." Um, she looked like a female Liberace and I, I gotta find the telecast. It was like, it was the CBS guy. When she comes walking out arm in arm with the, with the, with the Navy guy. And the first thing that the, 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 the tele, the commentator's like, whoa, he's like, whoa, I'm like, whoa, what motherfucker? <laughs> she didn't want that bad. It was just funny the way he said that. And then was it Garth Brooks? I forgot what he was singing. They did that shit. They put Garth Brooks up there just in case. Some of them, some of the, some of the rednecks showed up and they was gonna kill. They ain't killing Brooks. They're not. They may kill Biden, but they ain't gonna kill no Garth Brooks, man. <laughs> so I knew, I knew, I knew, I mean, knew your boy Biden was safe. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
I didn't really pay that much attention to the rest of the festivities. Obviously, there were. Um, my wife, when she came home, she was showing me some stuff. They, they had a, a young poetress, po uh, a, a young poet who apparently was picked by uh, Mrs. Biden. Um, young woman, looks like 22 years old. I, you know, if you get a chance, I can't remember what her name was. Good poem. Um, they had a, uh, they had musical performances by a lot. The ones that stood out, there was a performance. Timberlake, Justin Timberlake released a song, him and another guy. And it, Tim, it was, it was a really good song. See, I should have these facts in front of me. Maybe that's why I don't have the, the listenership that I think that I deserve. Cause I'm not fucking prepared. Um, but yeah, I love that Timberlake song. Um, and the Adina, Adina, is it Adrena Day? Rise Up. She performed that song. And for whatever reason, I didn't think that was her. I thought that she was fat. And I'm like, who's this skinny chick who's not singing it the way I like it? And then I'm like, oh, no, that's her. And so I'm like, well, I guess she, I, I'm like, she's fucking the song up. But um, you can't fuck a song up if it's your song. I mean, I think, yeah, I think you can do it. I was just like, one time I, I was, my wife came out and see some stand-up that I was doing, and I rearranged the jokes, and she was like, you know, you did them wrong. I go, I don't, what do you mean wrong? Well, you're not supposed to, you're supposed to. I'm like, they're my fucking jokes. <laughs> I can do them however way I want. I can remix the order. I could start, start the, the jokes at the beginning and then the middle, remix, and then and remix the joke, okay? But yeah, I, after I realized those, I was like, okay. They had a fucking... And I'm sorry, but I, uh, Katy Perry, uh, fireworks, she was singing and they, and dude, they had a fireworks show over Washington that fucking took a dump on anything Disney's ever tried to do. I mean, dude, the amount, it was at least a $6 million fireworks show. Um, it was kind of cool, kind of corny. Yeah, kind of corny. <laughs> there, yeah. But I mean, hey, it captured the moment. People were, was I entertained? Yeah. That's the and that's the that's the long and short of it, man. If you're entertained, fuck it. You know what hasn't what, what didn't entertain me? I was gonna stop and start a new segment. Um, I think I am. We're, yeah, after, after these messages, we'll, we'll we'll come back to what didn't fucking impress me. I'm gonna tell you what didn't um, fucking entertain me. That WandaVision turd that Marvel's put up. Um, when, okay, so I've seen the previews early on and I see stills and it's like, it's like black and white pictures of Vision and Wanda and they're like dressed up. It almost looks like they're like in a episode of Leave it to Beaver. And I'm going, and remember when I saw that, I said, you know what? I don't know what they're trying to do there, but I don't think I'm going to like that. But, okay, so they release it. I see people on social media because, of course, you see them talking about it. And initially, I see, oh, man, loved it. Watched the first two episodes, which I could have binged the whole thing. Loved it. Loved it. See the critics. They're, 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 they're jacking each other off about how great it is. And then we turn it on. And again, yeah, it's just they're in black and white. And it's there. And, th and I'm thinking, OK, this is just like a gimmick that they're going to um, they're going to get out of this. But it's the whole first episode is of them and they're getting into some adventure and vision works at some office and the scarlet witch is like a housewife frau or some shit and i'm i'm looking at it and i'm going um when's this shoe gonna drop and 
my wife is like, don't worry, okay, okay. So we finish one, and I'm like, dude, what the fuck is this? Watch the second episode, the same thing, and I'm waiting for the shoe to drop. It's not dropping. By the end, they drop a couple nuggets here and there, you know, Hydra sightings on a watch, you know, some Stark Vision, whatever. And I'm when it ends, I'm like, oh, and so that's what it was. And I'm like, no, fuck this. Fuck this. I and and I get what they're doing. They'll give you they give you a little bit of something to show you what's going on. But I'm like, um, look, if I want to watch Leave It to Beaver shit, I watch Leave It. I'm trying to watch superhero shit. I'm not trying to watch some no this sitcom is corny and then like corny sitcom jokes. That's no no. And so you have to be patient to get to to where you need to be. So they're making to make you wait. I don't have the patience. I nope. Don't have the patience to wait for that shit. I'm out on WandaVision. I'll come back once it's over. Maybe I'll watch it then, but now, no. And then they, and then they got the fucking nerve to not even drop the whole series. They, they're going to have you come back every Friday? No. I say no, sir. And then you get people online when I talk about how I, you know, wasn't a fan. I actually released a 60-second sass, you know, excerpt about it and i just not my cup of tea i'm not gonna say it's it's horrible or bad but it's not for me that's what i want to try to do when it comes to content that people create i don't want to just shit on and say it's horrible because maybe it's not horrible to everybody somebody somebody must obviously like this shit but no not for me I, yeah, they're like, you do easter eggs and i don't fucking easter egg okay i want to see superheroes do superhero shit that's what i want okay so, again, WandaVision, your boy is out. He may come back once it's all said and done, but for now, he is fucking out. You know what I was in on? That Tiger Woods documentary, hell to the year. It's four hours. And, look, I've made no secrets over the years on this podcast how much I dislike Tiger Woods. But after, after I read his book, the most recent book they put out about him, I, you know, you start to see it's like, dude, he, that dude was a fucking, he was a wound up automaton, you know, his dad, was, he was a golfer. And now after watching the documentary, the two part documentary, I, I, I've made the, I made the, made the comment a lot of times that I bet like, if you were to talk to him, he's probably a fucking dullard. All he talks about is golf. But after watching this shit, nah. I don't think so. I think there's a whole lot going on inside of him. It's just the image that he portrays. I mean, man. And I tell you what, dude. That dude was running the fucking hose, man. He was fucking. Man. He was. And, and like I said back in the day, why the fuck would you get married? If you could run hose like that, what's the point of getting married? There should be. Fuck marriage. He did that for his image. I mean, dude's made billion dollars, and and the whole his whole story shows you his rise to fame, you know. And then he's he's famous, and he's taking advantage of all the the spoils of fame, hanging out with Chuck Barkley and Jordan in Vegas, and keeps going back there, and it's got all these women everywhere. I mean, what the hell did he tell his wife when she got wind of it? I'm like, dude, he, I'm surprised. And then the dude's like swallowing ambiens and. The weed and just, I mean, that scene where they pulled him over when he was all fucked up. I mean, I'm sorry, but I love, 
I love um, celebrity mugshots, and he, my man looked bad. I remember, too, after it was all said and done, when he cleaned himself up, he's at a, a um, golf tournament, and somebody, some guy had, had fucking got a pic, that, that, that famous mugshot of him looking all shot out, had it blown up, put on a t-shirt, and he's like in the, the golf gallery standing there, and you see the shot, it's Tiger walking by, and he sees it and laughs, and that's when I'm like, you know what, right on, this guy gets himself, that he fucked up, and it is funny. So, right there, anybody that can laugh at themselves, I'm cool with. I'm cool with. You know who probably couldn't laugh at themselves? The 4-5, D-Trump. No way that guy's laughing at himself. Not a fucking chance. At all. So, look, if you get a chance, you need to check out the Tiger Woods documentary. But here, here's, here's another question I had. So, um, Earl Woods was known to be cheating left and right on his wife, and Tiger saw that and didn't like that, but ended up doing the same shit. But, but first, let's talk about cheating. Another Chris Rock thing. Look, it's easy to cheat when ain't no one offer you no pussy. And once you're famous and rich or whatever, people are going to be offering you pussy left and right. So, I mean, if I ever became rich and famous, yeah, it'd probably be hard for me to turn down all that pussy, too. I'm just saying, and I'm not rich or famous, so thank God. But my other question is, is so his dad did all that, but I'm like, who the fuck wants to fuck that black job of the hut looking nigga? I mean, I'm just like, him? There was a scene of him with some younger woman, I guess it's for money, but it's like, yeah, no thanks. People would do whatever to get the dough. You heard? <laughs> you heard? Yeah, so check out Tiger Woods. That's on HBO Max. All right, man. Playoff football. Full swing. We got our we got our conference championship set up, man. We've got them. We've got the Bucks versus the Packers. And the Bills versus uh, the Chiefs. Big stories there. The first one that jumps out to me is obviously the the Chiefs win over the Baker Mayfield led um, Browns. Which that when that game started, it looked early on like it was about to be a fucking boat race. And I don't understand why we use that term boat race when it's a blowout because I don't. I just know it's used, so when I drop it, you know what I'm talking about. Most people know what I'm talking about, but whatever. Um, it starts off. The Chiefs are just—they're—they're just—they're just fucking whizzing. Their their offense is coming on all cylinders. You know, the, the Browns aren't even in the fucking game. But then something happens, and that something would be uh, Patrick Mahomes um, goes down, um, and you look at the play. It didn't. He didn't even look like he got hit, really. But then you look at it in slow motion when he, he came down and he hit his head on the ground. And but nobody realized anything until he tried to stand up, man. And that dude's legs were fucking jelly. And you could the announcers were like, "Uh oh." And you know they put the camera on him, and dude, you can look and you can see he's fucking gone. And they're taking him to the sideline. You're like, "Oh, that nigga's in the protocol." 
And and who's their backup? Chad Henney. Chad Henney. Browns are licking their chops and they're scoring. I mean, the game came down to it. You know, a Chad Henney play running for a first down. It's fourth and inches. And the Chiefs need to make a play to run the clock out with Chad Henney. And, and it's a fourth down. And they fucking go for it. A little quick out to Tyreek Hill, who they can they can, they have that all day long. Ice the game. And you're like, damn. Balls of fucking steel for Andy Reid. And and I heard people say say this. And I also believe it is that. Yeah, he went for that shit because it's like he could have been conservative and kicked it and let his defense win the game for him. But he's like, fuck that. I'm going to put my foot on this team's neck and get the fuck out of here. And I, th- I really believe he made that. Dec- you can make decisions like that because he's already got a Super Bowl. And so who cares if they second guess? You've got one. So you can lay it all out there. Yeah. Browns, I mean, the Browns had a good season. That dude, their new coach, that Stefanski guy, man, he's got that team playing well. You almost wonder how much better the team could have been with Odell Beckham. I don't think that much better. I, I don't, like, he's, his dramatics are sometimes take away from the team more than his, his skills add to the team. But we'll see, man. They, they do, the Browns keep that, 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 that two-headed running monster of Chubb and Hunt. Yeah, which... You know, Hunt probably really wanted that game. And the team that totally gave him the old heave-ho after him uh, pushing some shit. But whatever, that's neither here nor there. But the real question here is, is Patrick Mahomes, how is he doing? Yeah, because then once the game's over, they're trying to say that the guy choked him. And he lost consciousness because he was choked or it was a pinched nerve. Or, they're like, motherfucker, you're still in the protocol. You can try to explain that shit away all you want. You're in the protocol. And look... I don't care how many tests they, they're talking on. He's going to have to pass or yada, yada, yada. That motherfucker. You're telling me they, the Chiefs are paying that motherfucker $400 million. You're telling me you're not going to have him play the game, a game before the possible Super Bowl? Dude, you best believe when that play happened, he was, I didn't know where the fuck he was. He probably thought he was at Texas Tech. You know? And it, it ain't going to make a difference. Next week, if he's still concussed, he, dude, they're not going to, dude, he's not going to make a difference. He knows where he is, who he is. He's just going to be in a red uniform throwing fucking touchdowns on his way to the Super Bowl. You can print that shit up against the Buffalo Bills. Who, who, who'd the Bills play? Who'd they beat up on? I don't even remember. That's a, was it the, it was the, it was the, um, the Ravens, wasn't it? Yeah. I think it was, yeah, that game, I don't even remember. I just know that Jackson, uh, Lamar Jackson, goes out again. I mean, he's playing at an ultra-high level, but you gotta, you you got to look at it and, and say to yourself that, look, that's he can't get any better. And if I said it once, I've said it a thousand times, man. Scrambling quarterbacks don't win Super Bowls. They sell tickets, win a playoff game here or there, but they don't, a lot of times they don't even make it in the Super Bowl. Sometimes they do. A cat made it, but didn't win it. And he had a chance to tie that game up. He was, they were, they were moving the ball down the field, but it's that, it's his, it's the, it's the holes in his passing game. He, he, he was, he was nibbling with the tight end all the way down the fucking field and they get in the red zone and they're like, okay, you think you're still going to eat with that? And they dude, he chucks it, and not only not only does it get intercepted, it's a fucking pick six. And then he comes back out, and he gets hit, and he's concussed, which was probably the was probably good for him, because 
it was just going to go bad regardless. They bring up his backup. I can't remember the kid's name, but he's basically, dude, he was basically a, a Lamar Jackson clone. My, I mean, he looked, dude, he, 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 he's about to see, he looked exactly like him. The same skin complexion, played the exact same way, running around. I mean, he, he looked like he had a little something. He didn't throw a, a pick, but neither here nor there. They lose to the fucking Bills Mafia, and I keep kind of shitting on the Bills. But, dude, they're beating people. They've got a good team. Are, are they going to beat the uh, Mahomes-led led chefs? Don't think so. Now, if Mahomes isn't playing, that's a whole nother other subject right there. Whole nother subject. He's not playing. They got a big fucking chance of winning that game. So that I mean, but I, in instance, the Chiefs are going to win, and they're going to go to the Super Bowl. On the NFC side, you had yeah the Packers. Who did the Packers beat up on? I can't remember who the Packers play. Yeah, Packers. Packers played the Rams. I that there was nothing really, really. Um, I don't want to say exciting or whatever about that game. The Packers beat the shit out of them. Uh, you know the you know the Stilo. Fucking Aaron Rodgers. They're they're playing the Go Pack Go over again. Aaron Rodgers is throwing touchdowns, smirking. Uh uh the parlay killer, Jared Goff is out there swinging. He actually had a good game, but not good enough to to beat them. I mean, and they play the whole storyline about how both the head coaches for the respective teams were good friends and worked on the staffs together and yada, 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 whatever. Um, this is definitely Aaron Rodgers' last chance at a fucking Super Bowl before his career is over. He's got one. I mean, he's basically, he's a Hall of Famer. He's going in the Hall of Fame. Um, it's definitely happen, happening. Uh, and he may get a Super Bowl. His opponent... That would be TB12, Tom Brady, because the Tampa Bay Bucks uh, beat the Drew Brees-led um, Saints, who Drew Brees looked horrible in that whole He looked like a guy that needed to retire and is definitely going to retire. I mean, dude, there's plays to where he's such a noodle arm. They try to dress it up like they're bringing in somebody who's more mobile. It's because he can't throw the ball deep down the field. Taysom Hill was hurt. He didn't play. So there goes Jameis. They throw him in the game, and he chucks a touchdown. He looked a little thin. That guy, I, I seriously believe you'll see Jameis Winston on a, uh, starting on a team next year. He should. Uh, Denver, hey, could you uh, give him a call? I would take him because I'm not sold on Drew Locke, but who the fuck am I? Maybe this new general manager we got can fix that shit because it's not working with that kid. Not in the least. Morning. Um, yeah, not in the least, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, TB12 out there making it happen. Didn't have the best game. Did what he had to do when he had to do it. Um, and I'm, I'll tell you right now, and I've said this before, I'm a Tom Brady fan. I'm rooting for the Bucks to not only go to the Super Bowl, but win the Super Bowl. Uh, you guys who hate Tom Brady, uh, my wife, namely being one of them, you can hate him all you fucking want. All that dude dude does is just keep winning. He's a 43-year-old quarterback that could play. Dude, he could play for a couple more years if he keeps like because he doesn't get hits. He doesn't get hit. I mean, dude, he is the equivalent. He's legitimately the equivalent of LeBron James in that you could put him on any team, and 
instantly that team's chances of being successful skyrocket. The thing with them is, is like their their offensive their, their 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 offensive philosophy. They're trying to do their own thing, but instead of like doing the things that their quarterback likes, was well, the season went on. Obviously, they changed that shit up. You know, you do what you do to win the fucking games. And me, do what TB12 wants you to do, so we can get that Super Bowl. Because I want to see it. I want to see history. I'm not rooting against it. That's just like when they were when they were going for that undefeated record and they lost in the super lost in the Super Bowl. I was thinking, I'm like, God damn, people were hating. They loved it. I'm like, why? I, not me, man. I want to see history. So yeah, when it's all said and done, I'm rooting for you, TB12. I'm your guy. So I guess that I'm not really a Patriots guy. Because I figured, I, I, maybe, yeah, I'm just a Tom Brady guy. I like the way the Patriots go about their business. They've definitely got to get them a quarterback. Draft one, bring one in. I'm interested to see what he, what Belichick's going to do. Because, I mean, this is the first time they haven't gone. They've had a fucked up season and I couldn't tell you. 20 some odd years. I'm looking forward to seeing the moves that they make. Well, I think I've babbled long enough. Sarcastically speaking about sports. Good night. Productions. You don't know nothing about that headhunter. Headhunter, son.